0: Hey guys, my name is Dina Marie Rodriguez, and this is Women of Illustration. We are a brand new web series that features very, very talented women, illustrators from all over the world, so that way we all can be heard, make art, and get paid. This episode is going to be double freaking awesome because we don't just have one guest, but we have two. We're bringing back Samantha Lopez from the past two episodes. You know her, you love her. She's an amazing illustrator based out of Los Angeles, California, and she works for a pretty stellar app called Honey. And we're also going to be introducing you to a new artist and her name is Kat Hubs. Kat is an insanely talented hand lettering artist and visual illustrator based out of DC. She is full-time freelance right now, just killing it. And she's doing a lot of pattern work. Her pen and ink work is insane definitely give her a follow. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend. We actually met in a mastermind group that I run for lettering adventures. For those of you who are unfamiliar, I run a patron where every single month I teach one new style of vintage hand lettering every month. So you get a new workbook every month. We have a special mastermind group for those individuals who are in hand lettering and I really want to take it up a notch and start to make some real money from their art. In this episode, we're going to be talking about money. How to make money from your art. How to make money from your art, art, art. How do we make it with our art and how can we stop relying on clients and a day job and how can we spend less time making it? This is a super important topic to me because I feel like so many illustrators out there think that they can only make money from client work in a day job. And that's so not true. We need to figure out ways that we can create diversified revenue streams so that way we can have money coming in to our bank account from all these different sources so that way, just in case you get fired or the clients stop calling, you can still pay your rent. So we're going to be talking about all the different ways you can fill those gaps in your income, guys, with digital products, education, advertising, all these different things. And we have a very special homework assignment that I'm going to give you at the end of this episode. Are you ready to get started? Let's watch Fade to Pink. <laughs> all right, cat. You go first. Since everyone knows Samantha, she's old news. You're today's news. Oh, no. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: Kat, tell me about yourself. My name is Kat
1: Hubs. I um, have been freelancing for the last um, couple years, but it's mostly just been in graphic design and other kind of, you know, in-house stuff since i um, still trying to break into illustrating uh, for money. Um, But uh, I've been taking that time to also develop my style and really get to know all my tools better and rediscover my style since I was before this in-house as a graphic designer and kind of jack of all trades for 12 years at a e-commerce
0: marketing oh e-commerce just hearing company. that like 12 years in e-com like just when you use the uh, word no. e-commerce in 12 years i'm just like <laughs> that sucks <exploding. laughs> e-commerce tech and marketing
1: and like, yeah so cool. i did all the things e-commerce before. is cool but
0: when you work for someone else's e-commerce it's not it's not fun i've never yes. had a good time
1: yes <laughs> so i've had to try to like escape the brand that i knew so well and you know and try to find myself again Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um, so it's been it's been interesting yeah and who who is a samantha lopez person Mm -hmm. who is she i feel like we've never talked before ever (laughs) no
2: never who are you (laughs) what am i doing here just kidding um i'm samantha lopez i'm an illustrator and a graphic designer from los angeles um Freelance work, I do freelance work on the side, but I'm a full time brand designer for a company called Honey. Um, and yeah, just making cool shit always.
0: <laughs> making cool shit always. I love that. Because you could you wouldn't be caught dead making uncool shit.
2: Oh yeah, exactly. Like, what
0: would even be the point? Um all right, so this episode is really all about all the different ways we can make money as artists because no matter if you have a day job or you have a freelance gig, both of those things can get taken away. You can get fired without any notice and the freelance clients can just stop calling. So when that happens, what do you do? Do you just like work at the mall? Do you find like a shitty day job and you hate yourself? No, there are so many different ways to make money as an artist. And then we're going to talk about all of those different why. <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> damn it mother all right i oh you're back oh, sorry sorry funny i don't know like why, dude
2: ah. <laughs> i was like ah. no okay oh, sorry do i don't know what happened <laughs> it was
0: funny um cat can you just talk for a second i just want to see if your mic is working Yes, I can talk for a little bit. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're good? Sorry, Anna. That was so annoying. I'm going to keep it. I'm not even going to edit it out. (laughs) I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Just because it's just like, no! Um, Okay, so for those of you who are watching at home, so uh, typically these uh, episodes were supposed to be with two guests. Kat slept in because she needs her beauty sleep because she's gorgeous um yeah. and uh yeah so she's able to join us for this third episode and trying to have two people at the same time at google hangouts i guess google is just like fuck you like don't
2: even try it don't even try it
0: all right focus oh. on my face cam oh i'm a blurry ma- what is happening there we go <laughs> no. okay. i just want to talk about money it's like it's like the government is watching I know. us like and dumb. they don't want women to make money i guess i don't know damn <laughs> it's fucking hardcore Government, I don't like it. (laughs) All right. So I'm not going to say anything, um, but I was curious to know. Okay. So we're trying we want to make money. Money's cool. (laughs) I like money. Um, So in your opinion, you guys, what are all the ways you can make money as an illustrator? Like, like, okay, we'll we'll play a game. Okay. I want Samantha to do one and then I want Kath to do one. And then you have to bounce off each other.
2: Okay. All right. Ready? Um, let's see. You could make a product and sell it online.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. And there's lots of those types of places. Mm-hmm. You could um this is a weird one, but I did it. Draw at a meeting or a
0: conference. <laughs> like live in events. Their work sessions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could totally make money at live events for sure.
2: Um, you can yeah. oh my god. <laughs>
0: See, it's hard, but I, this is why I wanted you to do it because I know all the answers. I mean, I don't know all that, but I know this answer.
2: Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. Why? I'm like totally blanking Come out, on. guys. Is, okay. so we got live
0: events. We got making. Ta- I'm assuming you meant tangible products. Tangible
2: products. Uh, you could upload artwork on Society6.
0: Boom. Yeah, there you go. Cool. I thought that was included all in the first oh. one. Oh, no. <laughs> So Okay, how about, well, the, the first one was making selling like a, products on your own platform. Yeah, your own. And then live <laughs> events yeah. and then Society Six and like Redbubble mm-hmm. and fulfillment websites. Okay, what else? And um, there's you, well, if you get lucky and you um, get discovered or find
1: someone, hopefully your art is licensed possibly for other products or um, like a larger scale kind of merchandising. Totally.
0: Yeah. There's at least one more I can think of.
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully, you want to go, Samantha?
0: (laughs) Oh, no, you you could go. (laughs) Oh, boo! Um,
1: (laughs) The one one I would like is, you know, like, I don't know, spot illustrations or like an art director mm -hmm. kind of, you know, like actually illustrate a story or, you know, magazine, book, whatever. The kind of like art director there. Yeah, Peace assignment
0: kind of deal. My favorite thing was the the fact that neither of you said like freelance. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, our favorite way to make money is freelance. Oh, you're so funny when you're on the spot. I love yeah. it. Oh, you're so fun. Okay, there's there's at least uh, I can think of two more. Can you guys think? Okay, what are okay? I'm now i want gonna be uh, okay. So when you provide when you teach someone something, mm. sometimes you get money mm. for it, right? Yeah. So yeah, education, TV. right? Education Mm is something you could totally make money off of. We have digital products. There's not always tangible products. So you can go ahead and sell fonts or graphics on Creative Market or even sell those same things on your own platform. Um, Licensing, I think, is a huge thing. Like, not necessarily um, licensing it to a business, but also Mm -hmm. you could use things like iStock and, like, selling stock Mm -hmm. graphics, right? Mm -hmm. That's another way that you can make a chunk of change. There's also sponsorships. So like when you start to build an audience for yourself, people will pay you to sponsor a product, whether that's in the form of a banner ad or a sponsored post, or it's you just talking about them on social media. So Mm -hmm. there's probably way more than that that I'm not thinking of, but that's a lot of ways to make money, right? So Mm -hmm. let's just go over it again. Okay, so we have client work. That's usually the big bang buster. You can get a day job doing illustration work. You Mm -hmm. can sell your work, the royalties of it. You can sell digital and tangible products. You can teach... Mm -hmm. In the form of like, hey, a workshop, or you could sell like an ebook on Amazon or on your own platform. Um, you could—I te- uh, already said teaching. I was going to repeat that. So there's a bunch of different ways we can make money, but so many of us only focus on usually one of those things at a time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, Samantha, if you could mm-hmm. only do one way, one way to make money, which one would you choose? Um.
2: Wait, is freelance work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah freelance work is one way. Answer, yeah. Yeah. freelance work would be ideal. Um, that yeah, that's ideal to make money like all the time. But if I could just have like my own shop where I'm like just selling my own products, my own t-shirts, my own stickers, posters, everything, that would be even better.
0: Yeah, for sure. I actually, yeah. if I could pick just one thing, I would probably say fuck off. Everything and would just mm-hmm. do products too. Um, mm-hmm. And those products would probably be a mixture of tangible and then mm-hmm. educational products. Yeah. Because then you have more control over your brand. Like there's mm-hmm. so many really cool brands out there, like Valfrey. Like I fucking. Valfrey! Oh! I was an
2: with Valfrey. Did you know that? What? I
0: was an intern
2: at Valfrey. Were you?
0: Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I was. Didn't even talk about that. You're like, oh, I'm working at Hudspa that's so cool yeah okay, okay. it was right. really awesome i hate you so much your life is so legit i think it's because you're in la that's why you have an unfair yeah, I think advantage that's what it makes, the connections it's fucking messed up you don't, you don't even fucking network these opportunities just fall I'm in your so lap surprised. you don't even try <laughs> fucking making us all look bad um uh, uh, what about you Cat? if you could only do one thing to make money oh wow
1: um it would probably be freelancing too, just because that seems to be the thing that, it's also the most stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was a perfect world, I probably would make my own stuff, like maybe more along the lines of fabric design and stuff like that.
0: Ooh, fabric That would be so design. cool. <laughs> like, yeah. what does that mean? Like, teach me. Um, like, is it like creating patterns that people turn into clothes? Or is it like making yes. clothes? Like, what would it be? I don't know what it means. Uh, fabric patterns.
1: Making patterns yeah. that um for fabric that people would create other things out of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it's definitely something that I've enjoyed doing a lot. Um, but I still banned it and I put I post stuff on Spoonflower. It's another mm-hmm. of those sites like um Redbubble or Society 6 but mm-hmm. you can buy bolt fabric or um, uh, you know, uh for quilting and things like that. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh stuff there and then what was it called
0: again you broke up a little bit oh spoon flower spoon flower yeah. oh okay cool so you can like buy bulk things and other people can buy your fabric patterns and stuff correct, correct. oh cool yeah. how long have you been on that platform
1: I've been on that platform for a long time, but I haven't like leaned into it. Like mm-hmm. all those types of platforms, you need to really spend the time and you know set up the schedule and market them and you know find other ways to get people to that site and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so I just haven't leaned in that you know extra one hundred and fifty percent or whatever that's yeah. needed. <laughs> so I've been on there for a few years and i've sold i've definitely sold a few stuff but not enough to like make it a side business or a hustle Mm -hmm. i think that i'd have to really you know buckle down and try to do that but also like any sort of licensing thing when you license for fabric and stuff you're just getting a small percentage Mm -hmm. of the sales of that thing so it's not like a huge revenue maker um you know one person buys a yard of fabric and i make a dollar so it's Mm -hmm. not yeah big big seller
0: kind of thing what if mm-hmm. you printed your own roll of fabric and then sold on your platform is that something you ever considered doing before
1: and to do that it's a little harder I think to figure out where you would have to like start getting to manufacturing and mm-hmm. finding out what kind of places uh, print to fabric or create fabric in that way and yeah, that would definitely be an interesting...
0: But you could do it, uh, right? Just take Yeah, some, yeah, like yeah I just take some research, out. right? Well, I just find it interesting. Yeah. And you know me, like I'm always going to call you out like a little bit. Um. So, okay, so you said that your ideal job would be to do that, but you haven't looked into how to actually do it yet. So I think that's... You should get on that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do, like do some yeah. research, try to find of fact like even just like dipping your like, it's, it's so cool to have an idea in your head, but when you start mm-hmm. to actually research it and like making it more real, so you can actually like reach that goal you keep telling everyone that you, you have. Um, because I think your work is fucking insane, and like literally, whatever you want to do, Kat, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes a little bit okay. of effort to see what the best options are. And you know, money's I know, I know, but you could always just start with one, like, just like, I'm gonna make. Mm-hmm like i'm gonna buy i don't know the terminology for any of this stuff, like spools or yards or whatever they're called and just get like a couple of them try to sell them like pick maybe a piece or a pattern that you've made that does the best on social media where people are like oh this mm-hmm. is cool you get the most engagement and likes so you know it'll probably do well in the marketplace and then just do it once and see how you feel and then if you like it and people buy it do it again and if not then you tried and then you could try something else you know what i mean And I think Mm -hmm, that's like the whole thing with like creating diversified revenue streams, right? It's like, okay, what are all the things I could do to make money? Mm -hmm. You write them down and then you go ahead and you try them one by one, like be realistic. Like we only have so much money and time that can go around, but I think we Mm -hmm. can make time for seasons of passion, whether it's like every Monday I try it or every other Monday or 15 minutes before I go to sleep, something, Mm -hmm. you can really start to push the needle on those efforts. So mm-hmm. to switch gears, um, Samantha, I know you've started making some products. How was mm-hmm. that going, like making t-shirts? And have you made anything else besides t-shirts?
2: Um, no, I've done prints in the past, but that's something, again, like I have to like look into to find a good printer and just someone that's like reliable. And then also just like having like the storage and like moved into like a tiny room. So it's like I have to like have the space to like properly have like the products and then like the shipping materials and everything um that's something I need to put more effort into this year Mm -hmm. but the t-shirts were definitely better than I had expected like I ended up selling every single shirt that I had which was really cool because yeah it was really awesome people took to it very well and it's super cool to see people wearing it um but again that was something that was like um something that I had had always talked about doing and I just like uh, pulled the trigger just bought a bunch of wholesale t-shirts and I was like all right I have the shirts like I gotta like make this happen found a screen printer um, and it just ended up working out so well so I just need to get back on onto that game again and
0: make a new t-shirt <laughs> yeah like even if it's something like I make one t-shirt every quarter Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I feel like that's doable. Like use the profits from the last t-shirt to go ahead and mm-hmm. get all the stuff done for the second one. And yeah. space, like I don't even care about space, really. Yeah. Like <laughs> like my office can be wrecked, but as long as I got those dollar bills in my account, I do not yeah, give a fuck. And like yeah. and you're not gonna be able to grow and afford that new apartment mm-hmm. unless you make the effort now. Like if, if there's a little bit of a mess, that's cool. Just go to storables, mm-hmm. man. There's fucking yeah. like so many. Like I just bought this huge thing from IKEA that yeah. all these like cubbies, they're not even filled yet. But the point of why I bought it was to fill it with T-shirts and stickers oh, yeah. and enamel pins and stuff that I want to start mm-hmm. getting into. So I think it's, it's definitely worth... Step, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and also like, see it as uh, like, what if, okay, maybe I don't have enough space for T-shirts, but what mm-hmm. if I started selling something smaller like pins or stickers? Yeah where mm-hmm. you, you obviously could fit a lot of stickers in your office versus t-shirts. So, yeah. and also it's cheaper to ship those types of things. Like you can literally yeah. just ship them in an envelope and put a stamp on it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. I think there's a lot of, I think if we just make things a little simpler. Yeah. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, so there's a few. So uh, the e-commerce company I worked for was a t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. And so oh. there's definitely like other kinds of ways and platforms that you can create shirts. Um or we have a sister a, a group where you could like post a design. People could uh, pre-order it, and once it mm. was sold, um, you got the profits, and then they shipped it out for you. Um, there are lots of companies that do that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I think is where I worked, but uh, mm-hmm. Teespring is like threadless, where they actually have the artist shops. And um, so it's like their version of Redbubble or Society6. But Threadless is kind of a better known t-shirt printing company so mm-hmm. maybe they kind of experimented in that kind of direct-to-garment digital printing more mm-hmm. and you can um, then you don't have to worry about having product or selling it or, or you know that kind of investment $500 or more mm-hmm. into buying shirts and printing them or the physical mm-hmm. labor and that kind of stuff so there's definitely some other ways out there that might work or especially if you have like lots of followers on Mm -hmm. Instagram, I should totally take my own medicine, but like there's, (laughs) um, so I've definitely talked to some people the last few weeks where they've sold stuff through Instagram and get direct messages or like force people to their website Mm -hmm. and, um, and like pins and patches and not just like t-shirts and things. Yeah. Um, promote a page like quick get this it's only up for two weeks and it's like a collector's item or Mm -hmm.
0: that kind of thing yeah I mean there's like there's also things like printful where you can actually it looks like you're selling products and you're off your own platform but when someone orders it then printful will actually go ahead and print it and ship it for you and they like it's similar to Redbubble where like you could do beanies coats jackets shirts tank tops mugs Socks, baby clothes, dog sweaters. (laughs) There's more stuff. I don't remember all the things. So you could do that, and then um, God, there's so many options. I feel like now, because like they're just trying to make it easier for artists, right? Yeah. So that way they can actually get their work out there. Like Mm -hmm. my favorite thing to do is really trying to um, do a lot of market research because obviously you're making a product so that people buy it. So it's a little bit different from art. It's more design related. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is I'll like. All my artwork I'll put on Redbubble and whatever does the best on yeah. Redbubble, I'll actually take down and then sell it on my own platform.
2: Oh. So that way I, like,
0: I need some sort of beta test, whether it's, because sometimes like likes on Instagram and Dribbble and stuff yeah. are good, but that doesn't yeah. directly go to sales necessarily. Exactly. Like, what, like you're lucky if you can get like a 2% conversion rate from Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you got to weigh your pros and cons. But yeah. Instagram is actually going to be rolling out a new feature which they've already beta test with certain bigger brands where people will finally finally you'll be able to have an image of a product and then they click on the image and there'll be a little button that says buy here that's awesome (sighs) how long have you been like can we just get links in our fucking posts like the fuck
2: Wow. That's
0: awesome. So it's something to definitely think about. Um, you have to like tie it with Facebook. So guys, (laughs) if you were out there and you have an Instagram and you would like to get more analytics, all you have to do is make a Facebook business page. You don't have to post on this business page. Just make it connect it to your Instagram account. Boom. You have a business Instagram account. So that way, any of these new features that roll out, you'll be able to get them sooner than later. And you'll Mm -hmm. be able to get analytics on like where people are finding your work, how old Mm -hmm. are they, uh, how much engagement you got, what were the best posts versus just trying to guess and remember all the numbers on your posts. I think these Mm -hmm. are all things that we have to really consider. (laughs) So, all right. (laughs) So the easiest way to make money, I think, are digital products, right? Mm -hmm. Because it takes no upfront cost to make them, and all you have to do is it just takes the time to create them. So, Mm -hmm. um. Kat, you said that you put, you just put a font on Creative Market.
1: Oh, cool. What was I'm there for a while, but I, I had a sale this morning. Yeah.
0: She's like, I got $2 this morning. That's what's up. Woo, $2. <laughs> so yeah. was that your first experience? making it's digital
1: um, I mean, I would say yes. The kind of the actual, uh, fabric patterns and things are, kind of feel digital because I don't have the tangible product here per se I have swatches Mm -hmm. and samples but that's it um and then uh, of course when I was in-house I did lots of digital assets and things like that but um but yeah I think that's the first time that I like made something that I took a long time making and tried to sell it on one of those platforms and it actually sold all right um it just kind of trickles in and I find that people are kind of I don't know if this happens to you guys but some products people are kind of like you get it free over here on DeFont and all those kinds of things oh so i see yeah like they don't see
0: the the reason you price that
1: yeah. yeah so um but it, it was cool it's fun i've i've been trying to figure out like maybe i should make some more of those like you mm-hmm. said dana the digital ones are the easiest you don't have to store it really mm-hmm. except on your computer and you don't have to ship it and so i've been yeah. trying to figure out those types of things to do on etsy as well like what kind of like Digital downloads or some things like that. Yeah, that would work. So cool. Um, but again, it's the time thing is hard. Yeah, <laughs> time. But
0: I mean, no, I mean, yeah, the time thing. um We have like an entire episode dedicating on like how we can find more time <laughs> in our lives because that's always the biggest thing. Like, yeah. And if you like, Cat knows this because she's in my mastermind group. I'm fucking ridiculous. I'm like, I want to do this, 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 this. And I don't know how I'm able to do it, but I don't actually work that much. I think it's just I'm, you just get really fast. Mm-hmm. And when you spend more time planning it, like and keep in mind, you you know, not get stuck in the planning phase where you never start, mm-hmm. but plan it enough in, in the most important ways. Like mm-hmm. what's going to be my delivery system for this? Mm-hmm. How am I going to sell it? How long in advance should I talk about this product? So people are excited by the time it releases. You can't just be like, hey, I released this product and you've never talked about it before and expect a bunch yeah. of sales. That's not how it's going to work. And then I'm like, well, how do I want to make it? What kind of materials do I want to use? How long is this going to take me realistically? Should Mm -hmm. I start talking about it now? How should I promote it? Should it be on social media? Should I add it to my list? Should I have Mm -hmm. some sort of blog series leading up to the launch of this? And then by the time you do that, you actually have your marketing ducks in a row. Then you get started with production and then you release it. And in my opinion, you're able to get things done quicker. That way, because you did spend more time in the planning phase, the production phase just went like that. There wasn't a Mm -hmm. lot of revisions, more or less the first few concepts you consider work. And you you don't have to spend Mm -hmm. so much time like, why can't I get good things out of my brain? (laughs) Like moment. And I think it it can really make a difference. And I'm a big advocate for digital products because like Mm -hmm. lettering adventures, like I just make these workbooks that people print out and then they can start practicing. I've made over like 40 grand. So what? yeah. So it's like, just from <laughs> this one thing. So it's like, and not only was I selling it on a you know, a subscription model on Patreon, So it was mm-hmm. like $7 a month. You get access to the zine, um, but also selling it on my platform. And so when I would have like sales, I would make like a couple of grand in a day just because it's Whoa. something that I'm doing consistently. I'm mm-hmm. talking about it a lot and promoting mm-hmm. it. And it's something that mm-hmm. people want to learn yeah. because I'm teaching styles that aren't just like brush script
2: Exactly. You know, I mean, or sans serif yeah.
0: or serif. It's like, I'm actually like, oh, here's 70s script. Here's how you do Victorian or black letter, the styles that no yeah. one's really teaching. So like that helps too. But I think mm-hmm. like things like digital wallpapers, you could sell that for a yeah. dollar. Like, like selling your own stock graphics on your site or using something like creative market ebooks. Mm-hmm. Or you can just do like a video series, like something like this. Like, could I charge for this? Probably, but I don't really want to at this stage. Yeah. Um, but just trying to think of it in those kinds of terms. So... <laughs> do you think that you would ever launch like a digital product, Sam?
2: I mean, they sound fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Four, 40 grand sounds amazing. I mean, I mean but yeah, like. Yeah, just start mean, slow, see what those... you can make. Those products are really awesome. Like that workbook, I'm like, yeah, I need to have that. Like I'm totally going to get one hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, I think I need to just start thinking about it that way. I've never thought of like a digital product like that where it's like a workbook, a video, like you can, like anything could be a digital product really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just need to like think it through and like think of something unique that I, like I'm happy to make and then I know people would be happy to like learn or yeah. Um, Bye. So, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> necessarily
0: have to be like an educational thing. Like, you could, like, what yeah. if I repurposed all of my, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like, what yeah. if I repurposed all of my unused work and then made a digital mm-hmm. coloring book? You know what I mean? You know, yeah. yeah. But what if I took all my, like, and you have already had experience making a zine, you know what I mean? Like, what if yeah. I made a workbook scene mm-hmm. of some kind that was just fun? And it doesn't necessarily have to be the learning illustration, it could be about any subject you want. You know what I mean? Like, you can really yeah. start to push anything and all all it takes Mm -hmm. is as long as you when you're launching it and you're doing your production you're just really transparent give people a link to get more information throughout the whole Mm -hmm. process and sell it before it exists I think is the biggest advice and I I think it's like we all just need to try some shit so like if you've never made a digital product maybe consider making one if you don't have any money or if you want to start making a a tangible product make something simple start small don't spend all your money make a sticker yeah Yeah. an enamel pin if you want to make a T-shirt, maybe use something like Printful or try it on Redbubble mm-hmm. before you, you know, just lay down a thousand or five hundred dollars for a short run. Exactly. Because nothing's more defeating than like spending a bunch of money on packaging and materials and then three sales, and that's You're like, that. <laughs> it's like, oh, if only I did more market research. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I could have made more money. <laughs> um, and then. I don't know, I think teaching is something that we all need to think about. Like even though, even if you're a beginner and you've just started out of college, you still can teach someone something that they don't really have a full grasp on. And because you're more of a beginner like they are, you might be just Mm -hmm. the perfect person to teach them that thing. Yeah. And like someone like me, like even though I only have 10 years experience, if someone who has 25 years of experience, they might skip a bunch of words that are terminology or things that I don't understand. And yeah. then there's something more frustrating when you're, like, watching a video and you keep trying to scrub over the part they talked about. You're like, no, I feel like I'm missing, like, five steps. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't. You just assumed <laughs> I knew this information. <laughs> yeah. And this is the whole fucking reason I bought this course or something. Or yeah. they, Or they make it too easy or something so I think it's just we have to think outside the box and and be a little bit true to what we can offer personally versus trying to offer what we think everyone else wants us to do because Mm -hmm. it worked for them and Mm -hmm. I know I keep saying that but it's so important and and it's really like I'm telling myself this Mm -hmm. (laughs) too
2: (laughs) no that's awesome yeah
0: so moving into the future like Kat what do you think would be like the big goal that you'd want to accomplish like trying to diversify your revenue streams and just be a badass independent illustrator.
1: Yeah, I think that um, you're calling me out and I'm feeling guilty a little bit. Like you didn't mean to, but you did. Um, (laughs) I started to make a class and then I didn't finish it because we moved cross country and like I was trying to like all that timing and stuff and then I never finished it when I got out here. And so I have like, it's probably 75% done. That's amazing. Being some of the video, like I shot most of the video and stuff, and it might be doing yeah. some like audio voiceovers. And then I was going to post it onto um Skillshare. It was one that I was nice. making for that platform, oh, which I enjoy. Uh, and then I think in the past, Dean and one of our mastermind groups are like, maybe you should just put it on your website and stuff like that. So there's so many things like that. Like, I think that uh, I liked your idea of like testing something on Redbubble or one of those sites first and then pulling it back to your own site so that you can really market on your market yourself and don't pay the middleman fee. Yeah. All those sites have fees and they drive me bonkers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, and I've been like the last month or two, been trying to think of like last year I did like a monthly project where each month I gave away like a calendar, desktop foldable calendar for free. Um, but now I think I want to try to either like it's a small sale thing, or and post regularly regularly to social media, but also mm-hmm. sell at a certain mm-hmm. point. Like, is it yeah or Dina? You know, someone had an idea of make like, a T-shirt a month kind of thing, or um, like, is it like a whole week of a topic of fabric patterns like one topic once a month and then the next week it's maybe doing lots of lettering because i just love so many things that i think i need to head write down that schedule and then find that way to hold myself accountable and do it but i think right now it would be the class like just
0: yeah, yeah. fucking finish it for sure <laughs> it was funny because you, you cut out when you said fucking finish it, and it was like, uh, we, we did not censor on the show Internet <laughs> i said effing I oh you know. did no you can totally say fuck shit cum, motherfucker i don't care um <laughs> we're adults <laughs> um but yeah. yeah so i think i mean everyone at home like you know, please consider all these different things. You can make money. I know a lot of us out there want to make money from our art in the terms of freelance or a day job, but those things Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have as much control as you would like. Where if you're releasing your own products or you're teaching or you're selling like the royalties to your work, those are things that are in your control. And Mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to get like, I've reached the point where I have so many different revenue streams that I don't even know how I make rent every month. Like I really don't like, I just check my bank account and it's like, oh, OK, I, I'm not doing so good or, yay, I actually have like five grand in my bank account. Nice. <laughs> um. So I think that I mean, that it's nice. And there's other things we didn't even talk about, like what if you wrote articles and like a resource article and then you were mm-hmm. getting you used Amazon affiliates links for people to go ahead. And, you know, when they buy it, you get a royalty. There's like yeah. all these different things or you sold advertising on your website even if if only to brands that make the most sense to advertise um that aren't intrusive like so many other bigger platforms that suck cock (laughs) um yep (laughs) yeah so just think of it like this like what are all the ways i can make money and and then separate it to all the ways i would actually enjoy to make money and sometimes again like going back to the first episode how do we create opportunities for ourselves it's really all about asking for it so like Mm -hmm. if you want to be able to take sponsorships on your instagram Go ahead and make a post saying "now accepting sponsorships." The same thing when someone goes on Dribble and they say "now accepting freelance," it's mm-hmm. not any different. Yeah, you just have to figure out what you want and then ask for it or make it happen for yourself, and that's really all you can do. You know?
1: How do you guys get on Dribble? <laughs> oh, I have an I invite. Have I have you... too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, who do I send this I to? I just like she said, ask for it. I'm asking. Oh yeah. yeah it. i, I like, love... <laughs> there. I try like, when I first, like, they're starting to, I'm like, wait a second, it's like, invite only,
0: and invite only, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's invite only, okay, cool, yeah, all right, yeah. so Sam, yeah, send Kat invitation, I, I also will. have, Everyone's I think, two out invitations, out so. I think i have two me, nice, yeah, so if anyone else wants a dribble invitation, just message me, I have me. two, yeah, yeah, message me, <laughs> message me and anyway. Sam, and we'll fucking, <laughs> We'll fucking give it to you but you got to be good like yeah. we can't let shit people yeah. come on there i'm sorry yeah. but it's okay right. practice makes perfect but yeah, yeah I'm, but I, there's never been anyone who sent me it, like hey can i get a dribble invite and i was like nope you suck that's never i've never experienced <laughs> that. Never like that i'm yeah. sure it'll happen eventually like someone who just started drawing a week ago that's like can i have a dribble <laughs> invite it's like no keep practicing though. sorry um because like i always feel like that would be embarrassing i don't know i feel like that would be embarrassing dribble yeah, would be like no bad dina no dina um for sure oh man that's the end we're done yeah. Yay! I Don't say hey, it's sad
2: <laughs> no but i like i don't know i got a lot of good stuff out of this so i feel like really good
0: <laughs> good i'm so glad yes um, me too. i'm so yeah thank you guys no both for time. being a part Pick of the show the you guys are amazing mm-hmm. all right so um Cat. What is there anything that you would like to plug for people to follow or buy? Um,
1: Spoonflower. I am K hubs on Spoonflower. I know we talked about revenue streams, and it's just an awesome site. There's so many great creators on there, and some people make a lot of money. They, I think, they focus all their time on it. But mm-hmm. just amazing designs and really nice people and community. They are you with compliments and love, boosting everyone up. So it's a cool place. That's awesome.
0: Nice. Is that the main thing, or d- d- Instagram, or Twitter, or any of, of the okay, other yeah, things?
1: Instagram too. Instagram would be awesome. Yeah, Cat Hubs on Instagram, K Hubs on Spoonflower. But yeah, and yeah.
2: Website. I'm the same all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. What about you, Sam? Where where can we follow and buy all your things?
2: You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, um, Dribble at Sam X Lopez. That's my username on everything i'm also on society6 so i'm gonna plug that as well um sam x lopez on there as well cool yeah you can get cool shit like this phone case oh see she's <laughs>
0: showing us things that's how you do it right there yes. like i'll, I'll actually like be wearing my own shirt and just be like oh yeah and just like get up and be like look at it. <laughs> just, okay. um yeah. All right. As a final note for me, um, by the way, I never introduced myself during these things. Dina Rodriguez, hand lettering artist, teacher, and product maker. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed the series, you think it's cool, you, you're, you're getting some good information from it, please consider supporting us for just $1 on patreon.com slash women of illustration and follow us at women of illustration on Instagram and use the hashtag guessed it. Can you guess what it is? Women of illustration to be featured on Instagram. We definitely are looking for people who are more beginners, who wouldn't necessarily call themselves super successful, even though I don't even think I'm super successful, but that's because we're all down ourselves. we got to work on our competence, yes. um, which is an entire episode that we're also going to be talking about during this first season. I hope you guys have enjoyed just all the things and the faces and the talent and the, and the advice, and I hope you take heed to them and, and you can improve your own business and just be the badass female illustrator of your dreams. Mm. All right, <laughs> let's all let's all say bye. And be awkward. Bye, bye, <laughs> <laughs> guys. That was such a good episode. Oh. I'm gonna miss, I'm seriously gonna miss Samantha Lopez. Kat, thank you so much for coming on. Love you, you're amazing. I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. You took notes and you just really learned about some other ways you guys can just start getting some more income coming into that bank account, man. Whether it's doing a digital product, you know, uh, doing some kind of educational thing, or if you just wanna make your own products. And I think it's time for homework assignment time. Homework assignment time! Are you ready for a challenge, lady? I know you do. This is what I want you to do. Go ahead, write a list, come on, come on. Yeah, with a pen and a paper, old school, let's do it. Write a list of every possible way you think you can make money outside of client work, freelance work, and a day job, okay? Try to do like 20, 30 ideas, whatever, even if it's stupid, whatever, just get it down on paper. No idea is a bad idea. Now go ahead and circle the ones that get you really, really excited and just start to try them out. Try to do the ones first that don't cost anything. And just start to put them out into the ether, man. Just start to be like, I'm going to make this project, Twitter. Hey, Instagram, I'm thinking about doing this. Gauge people's reactions. If you're getting an immediate, fuck yes, that's a cool idea from your community, then that means you should probably make it. You're not going to know if it's going to work until you try it. So go ahead, kind of dip your little pinky toe into the pool of diversified revenue streams and just see what happens. Guys, I made $40,000 from an idea of doing a different lettering workbook every month. And I had no idea it was going to be that successful, but the whole reason I made it and the whole reason I hadn't even an idea that it could work is because the day that I went ahead and just announced that I was going to do this project, I had like 10 or 20 different patrons on patreon.com slash letter shop. And I knew people were going to be interested interested. interested in this product. I didn't even make anything yet. I just told people about the idea and they were excited. Learn from that. Instead of just going ahead and trying stuff, tell people about it. Whether it's on Twitter, you're doing it conversationally through Facebook, or you're just starting up a random doodle or a sketch for a logo or a campaign or a passion project that you want to do and just see what people think. That's how every single person gets their ideas, and the difference between you and them is you're actually gonna make those ideas a reality. There are so many ways to make money as an artist, guys, and I don't want you to feel limited to having to get a big chunk of change from a client or an employer. You can get actual money just dripping into your bank account while you sleep with digital products. And you just become more of an authority in your own industry and just a badass independent woman because that's what it's all about. It's all about how we can just take care of ourselves. We don't have to rely on anyone else for us to be able to make a living doing what we love most. And creating these different revenue streams is a really big part of that. Guys, if you haven't been digging this freaking content, if you think it's sweet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Seriously, this content will always remain free and you'll get a notification every single week when we create a new episode. Now with this channel, not only do you get a new episode of Women of Illustration every other week on Wednesday, but you also get personal vlogs and videos from yours truly in the weeks in between episodes. So that way every week you're feeling inspired as an illustrator, as an artist, as a designer to be able to just make money doing what you love. All I wanna do is help create revenue streams and help you with marketing and all these things that everyone's wondering how to do. I wanna actually tell you how to do it. And guys, spread the word of Women of Illustration. Give us a follow on Instagram. And if you would like to get a little bit of exposure and get featured on our Instagram, all you have to do is use the hashtag Women of Illustration. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you another time. Not tomorrow, maybe not the next day, but maybe someday after that. Bye.